In this winter season, I lift up today how rest supports and is even necessary for change and growth. This is a season of many holy days, celebrating light, love, birth, rebirth. And as the cold, short days of winter begin to turn to the lightening and warming days of spring, summer can still feel very far away. For many, this is usually a time of celebration. And for many, this is commonly a hard time of remembrance, loss, and grief. For many of us, it may be both as we hold that joy and celebration together with remembrance and grief. As winter, a time when the earth rests, life rests, and prepares for growth to come in future seasons, even though, even through the winter itself. Over two years into a pandemic becoming endemic, just part of our lives, with its current spike in infections, there is much to reflect on and grieve this season. Losses new and old, traditions that may be changed for a season or forever. Some of us may experience losses as a wintering, as Catherine May describes in her book, Wintering, the power of rest and retreat in difficult times. She says, there is a gap in the mesh of the everyday world and sometimes they open you. You fall through them into somewhere else and somewhere else runs at a different pace than here and now, where everyone else carries on. This reading really struck me for how isolated and alone I felt as I read it. Slowing down in dominant culture can be very isolating, and thus it highlighted the importance of coming alongside each other in these times and the healing power of our interdependence the gap that opens is part of an individual journey. Choosing to slow down, show up, and accompany someone in that gap is a holy moment. Being able to slow down in the somewhere else is a privilege that supports healing. Today, I offer this as a time of rest, reflection, recounting, of interconnectedness as we gather in community of change, as our time together is. Rest and reflection are natural phases of this cycle. Continuing with Catherine May's words, winter is not the death of the life cycle, but it's crucible. Hold that for a second. It is not the death of life, but it's crucible. Continuing. It's a time for reflection and recuperation, for a slow replenishment, for putting your house in order, doing these deeply unfashionable things, slowing down, letting your spare time expand, getting enough sleep, resting. It is a radical act now, but it is essential." Close quote. Slowing down, letting your spare time expand, getting enough sleep, 
resting. When we enter into the winter of rest and reflection, we can perceive and celebrate the interdependent connections in our lives. In this winter, we can identify and choose to nourish and deepen interdependent connections that are injured, strained, healing, or broken. In this winter, we can also release in love the connections that no longer serve us and they do not hold room for our individual creativity, growth, in an accountable interdependence. Interconnection will thread through this reflection as it threads through our lives. Our interconnections within ourselves as we rest and reflect can be a gift of the season. It is countercultural and dominant culture to rest and embrace the wintering. It is countercultural and dominant culture to pause and reflect. Again, returning to Catherine May, the changes that take place in winter are a kind of alchemy, an enchantment performed by ordinary creatures to survive. Beloveds, may we feel the magic, the fundamental magic of life in this season and use this time to draw us more fully into integration, mind, body, and spirit. May we draw more fully into the present of this moment, this time, this one life. May we orient our lives in our values and take this valued-centered life back into our communities. Here at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Frederick, we have talked a lot about how past experience shape what we currently experience in a given moment. As Reverend Carl is often quoted, we experience the world as we are, not as it is. In this season, I notice certain places, certain events, specific states, and different memories are more vibrant. They're more energetic. They're more top of mind. They are more accessible. And they seem to resonate, have an association with my context. Sometimes I remember things that otherwise I may not recall. When I transition into another community, the stories that are top of mind shift. And I invite you to think of situations where that may resonate or happen for you. Personally, that can be with stories of school, con the congregation, family, friends. And here at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Frederick, when I attend a poetry group or a board meeting, or a friendly form, the memories that are top of mind are different. I reflected on that interdependent experience and the description from the book Shared Wisdom by Pamela Cooper White came to mind. And it affirms an observation on Jody Messler Davies' description of the layers of consciousness as interdependent rather than in a hierarchical structure or a reductionist nature. Consciousness is described not as an onion which must be peeled or an archaeological site to be meticulously unearthed and reconstructed to its original form, but a child's kaleidoscope in which each glance through the pinhole of the moment in time provides a unique view, a complex organization in which the fixed, colored, shaped, textured components rearrange themselves 
into unique crystalline structures determined by an infinite pathway of interconnectedness. The metaphor of a kaleidoscope is so rich. I have heard of the onion metaphor before, and while that may describe levels of vulnerability, it fails to describe the rich interdependence I experience between my context, thoughts, memories, and emotions. The archaeological description describes some of that internal searching that can resonate with times when we feel broken, but it falls short of capturing the value of our lived experience and how we change. It misses the interdependence or capturing the beauty of growth through life by offering some original perfection to return to rather than the complex whole that we grow into. The kaleidoscope describes the interconnection of the colored pieces, shapes, and textures as they shift. The uniqueness of the image reminds us that each moment is precious, unique, and still part of that which came before and what we hope dream and aspire to in the future. This time of rest is our invitation to look through the pinhole and see the beautiful arrangement and imagery of our history, our present, our values, and life. To savor this moment in all its wonderful complexity, messiness, and joy. Our history, present, values, and components of our life have a unique color, texture, and shape that dances in and out of our perceptions. And how they dance and shift and interconnect gives us the beautiful image of this moment. It may resonate with other similar images, but this particular image will not recur again. Each moment, each image, each interaction is so precious. This is a beautiful analogy for our internal interdependence. Our history is with us. The meaning we have made of it is with us. Our identities are with us. Healing from old hurts is with us. Unresolved hurts are with us. And loving relationships are with us. I know for me, I am who I am today because of all that came before. Some of it, even much of it, was beautiful, supportive, and generative. And some of it was hard. And in those hard spaces, I have learned and deepened empathy through grief and loss. And when a wave of grief or loss comes, I am reminded by a quote from Rabbi Earl Grohlman. Grief is not a disorder, a disease, or a sign of weakness. It is an emotional, physical, spiritual necessity. It is the price you pay for love. The only cure for grief is to grieve. And there is much to grieve here and now. Some of the failures are the furnace that made me who I am today. And I know I learned far more in each failure than in any success. They are my great teachers, and they are among all those colored, shaped, textured pieces in my kaleidoscope picture in this moment, along with my loves, passions, and joys. In the rituals of winter, meditation, 
rest, relaxation, and deep reflection, I can look into the kaleidoscope and see an image of this moment. I can honor the furnace, the journey, the past, the present, and the future in the beauty of my interconnected kaleidoscope image, centering my values. The analogy of a kaleidoscope is also helpful for the imagery of our interconnections between ourselves and others within a community. This resonates with Octavia Butler's quote, speaking to the inevitability of interdependence and change. All that you touch, you change. All that you change, changes you. And the only lasting truth is change. Our kaleidoscope image honors both the interdependence and the change in our relationships. Through our relationships with our partners, children, family, chosen and given, and communities of choice, all that we touch, we change, and all that we change changes us. And we find the only lasting truth is change as the colored, shape, textures, components of that kaleidoscope image shift through our life. Interpersonally, this image can help us honor the pieces of other people's kaleidoscope image that are different from ours, since they spring from their furnaces, their joys, their loves and passions. Generations have different touchstones and formative moments and events that can influence meaning making. Those change the pieces and the dance that frames our experience and honors those differences as they dance, opens our minds and hearts to the perspective of others. Adrienne Marie Brown's reflection on emergence speaks to change and the interdependence at the system level. It is a way complex systems and patterns emerge from a relatively simple pattern. I loved the example of a flock of starlings moving through the air. No one bird is in charge telling everyone else what to do. Each bird is looking at the six birds around them and moving in interdependent relationship. That big complex action is broken down into the small motions in the everyday. That big complex action of migration happens because the interdependence of all the birds in the flock reaching and re reacting and reaching and responding to each other. Adrienne Marie Brown applied this to human movements for social justice. Those of us with big ideas and big goals then have also a big challenge. Emergence invites us to break those ideas down into each and every small interaction every day. Imagine how living our values with that passion and integration into our life would change the world. Living our values, each and every interaction, reminds me of the ongoing Unitarian Universalist Association Article Two Commission. And that is a really boring title for some very important work. The UUA is founded by a charter, and Article Two is the association's purpose, principles, and sources. All of them, are up for revision. This is a deep and powerful work to update our organization and our agreements with each other. Being in conversation with the larger Unitarian Universalist community 
documenting our values, mission, and covenantal faith in the national level is holy work. The Article II Commission is working to transform a basic nonprofit purpose into a liberatory mission and, bring, and look at everything. They're committed to look at and engage the content of the eighth principle, which this congregation has long since affirmed, and all of the others as well. The proposal will be submitted to General Assembly in 2022 and for discussion and vote in 2023. So over the next two years, there will be a series of listening sessions, drafting, listening, drafting, and I'm kind of viewing that seat, this as a season of preparatory winter for our own national organization, where we can reflect and prepare for growth and healing. This is holy work and it will guide our beloved faith toward a liberation theology that will lead us into accountable interdependence and toward a multicultural beloved community. That would make a beautiful kaleidoscope image of the colored, textured, shaped components of our Unitarian Universalist values. Imagining the transformational impact we could have on each other, our communities, and society at large. Building up the complex interaction from the simple day-to-day -day interdependent relationships in how we live. In that image, we would be working toward being in right relationship with ourselves on our own journeys toward wholeness, each other, the interdependent communities, and the planet, living accountably for at least seven generations. And through emergence, we would come into right relationship with change and merge into an interdependent flow where everyone has a voice and can influence the changes through interdependent relationships. Take a breath with me. As Reverend Dr. Frank O. Holmes said, life does not call us to merely do over and over again what we have already done, nor does it call us to act out as puppets, parts already assigned to us. No. In the midst of a situation where it's, which itself is ever-changing, we are free to bring into realization new relationships of understanding and goodwill and new acts of courage. The illusion of permanence can make what we have already done feel safe. Yet, if we honor each glimpse in the kaleidoscope as a unique gift, that interdependent image, we are invited to value each moment as unique. Our past context, present and loves passions and joys, creating new interdependent relationships for faithful living. As a national organization, we have not always chosen to change. And some of the upcoming conversations may be hard. Beloveds, through hard times, may we treat ourselves and those we disagree with, with the kindness that Catherine May describes. When I started to feel the drag of winter, I began to treat myself like a favored child with kindness and love. I assumed my needs were reasonable and my feelings were signals of something important. I kept myself well fed 
and I made sure I was getting enough sleep. I took myself for fresh walks in the fresh air and spent time doing things that soothed me. I asked myself, what is this winter all about? I asked myself, what change is coming? In faith, I can answer, liberation is coming, joy is coming, transformation is coming, the beloved community is coming. This winter, we are called to rest, we are called to heal, we are called to prepare for the growth that is happening right now. And that will support and sustain the warmth and new growth of the beautiful spring that is coming for us personally, as a community, and as a national organization.